Greetings and salutations, everyone. Welcome. My name is Andy, and you are listening to the podcast that covers all things Disney, Pixar, Marvel, and, of course, Star Wars. That's right. This is the DCast. This is the last episode of Season 3 of the DCast, where we're just going to be freestyling, talking about everything that's going on with Disney, the Disney community, and Brooke is back from D23, so we are talking the D23 Expo, that and much more on this week's episode of, wait for it, the DCast. What's up there, DCasters? This is, of course, Andy. With me, as always, is Sean, David, Chris, and Brooke. How you doing today, ladies and gentlemen? Doing pretty well. Doing well, doing well, doing well. So good. Having deja vu. Deja vu, because we just recorded this. We started, I have... (laughs) Wait a second. If if, if you were listening last week, you'll notice that we have this nice (laughs) fancy board that Chris procured for us, which is amazing. And then um, it has a USB input and output. It's all fun, except... I got everything set up. I was coming. I came here late yesterday or last week, and uh, I, I had the USB cable in the board, and forgot to hook it up into my computer into my recording software. So close. And so, um, it, I hit record on the computer, and it was just recording through the microphone. So last week's episode was completely recorded on a MacBook Pro, no, on, on, on the mic in there. That's why it sounded like we were all in the bathroom, just <laughs> talking. Yeah. So I actually have an external little task cam here. Those of you in production probably know what that is, and I just. It a quarter inch out, but that's about too much inside baseball. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I what, what are we talking about this week, Chris? You're you're a rundown guy. Where, where, what's on the rundown? <laughs> you, told me not, you told me not to do a rundown. I did say not to do a rundown. Uh, but huh? If I had to guess, it starts with the DMs with a 23. Uh, D23. D23. Yeah. That is right. We're talking D23. Um, everything that happened at D23. Before we get too far into it, I'll make sure you guys uh, understand that this is the official podcast of the BizInsider.com. Um, BizInsider.com, of course, is the number one source for all your Inside Disney information. Make sure you uh, go down there, check out, find out everything that's going on in the Disney company. Skyler and his crew have uh, got it going on. And then Sean what it is. Is, is a writer for the Disney Insider, and you you have like a number one story. <laughs> that's right. Last week, if you Googled Thund- right. the Big Thunder Mountain at Disneyland, you went to news because it, 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 it's the birthday of, of the attraction. Right. Uh, your story was number one on Google. The number one spot. The yeah, number one spot. So. Well, thanks. Yeah, so that, that's why we call it. The week before the Matterhorn was, too. That's, oh, geez, man. You're on it. I mean, I'm just saying. But. You hear that, Disney? Yeah, Disney, come on. Hook us up, you know. Give us an offer. I love him. Yeah. Because he loves it when you call him Big Papa. We do. That's why I call him Big Papa Disney over here. So, yeah, we're talking D23. We're talking the status of the Disney community, everything that's going on. Of course, none of us got to go to D23 except for Brooke, and she cosplayed as everything. And uh, also, I'm putting Brian Hall on blast on this episode. And, yeah, I'm, I'm putting the Bibbidi Bobby Bros on blast. I'm going to put her I'm, – I'm dropping the gauntlet right here because I just – on the way in, I was listening to their last podcast, and they just were down on Disney. It shouldn't, be, it shouldn't be the Dippity Boppy Bros podcast. It should be the Disney Downer podcast. <laughs> Brian, you're my friend. I love you. But man, you made me cry, dude. You work for Disney. What's your deal? Anyway, so yeah, I just, I, I am calling him out. There's an ebb and flow. There's just a silence over everyone. Everyone's like, oh my God, so Andy really did that. We just threw the gauntlet. It's about to be the war of the podcast here. We all it's all that. love. No, 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 but no. Oh, nothing but love. But nothing but love. But let, yeah. let's bring it. Hi, Brooke. How you doing? How was D23? <laughs> <laughs> D23 
223 was a thank you it was a hectic wonderful overwhelming weekend and i am so glad that me and my best pal snowy got to attend um, that's the bear yep that's snowy snow bear <laughs> yep yep and yeah i i drove down that tuesday before the con and for those of you who don't know, we are out here in Southern Oregon. It's about a 12-hour drive down to Anaheim. I can do it in it nine. 12 hours? Yeah, I can do like, it yeah. in nine. Yeah. Wow. I will drive the speed Seven limit. Hours? Wow. Ten. What's Wait, a speed there, limit? There's a speed limit there in California? There's a speed limit. Okay, assuming that you are driving the speed limit, <laughs> it will you. take you 12 you hours. You're okay. Uh, don't worry about that. <laughs> I have take literally done it in nine and a half hours. And honestly, the best part of that whole trip was getting to see all of my Disney friends again. For those of you out there who have Disney friends, you know that there's nothing better than that. Like my and former friend, Brian Hall. Oh, my God. Oh, man. <laughs> Ooh. This, this too shall pass, wow. Andy. This Ooh. too shall pass. I literally was listening to that as I came and finished the episode, and I was just steaming. So and still, I'm geez. like, oh, unlike James Cameron, Brian can come at you. Huh? Yeah. Uh, unlike James Cameron, you know, Brian has a soul. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry. Wow. Poor James Cameron I, I, we, trillions of dollars. You know, hey, ladies and gentlemen, this is unfiltered season finale. Yeah, this is the season finale. We don't. It's all the decast. Wait. Unfiltered <laughs> finale finale. Go, go, go ahead. Go, 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 ahead. go ahead. All right, Brooke. Brooke. You're, you're up. Uh, so let's start with the making of reservations. This year, D23 did something different. They used RFID-enabled tags. Now, I went to the... D23 Expo in 2017 and I remember it was very difficult to get into a lot of panels. I had to spend the night for things yeah. and, and I missed out on a lot. And so the RFID tags were supposed to minimize that and I was, I have a pro and con list for what worked and what didn't work and I hope that someone out in the Diz land hears this. So firstly, making reservations were really cool. My badge didn't arrive, so I had to pick them up my physical badges from Will Call, but I could still reserve everything. Cool. So there were some delays on on when you could make reservations. It was delayed like two whole days and a lot of people were really upset about that, but luckily I wasn't in school at the time. I wasn't uh, well, I was in school, but I... <laughs> I had school in the morning, so whenever they wanted to make that happen, I wasn't going to be in school. You weren't in class. Yes. I uh, didn't have a job to be at at that time, so I was good to go. And for anyone who was there right when reservations opened and had multiple search tabs open, we got everything that we wanted. I literally booked every panel that I wanted, but I know a lot of people did not have that opportunity and didn't get what they wanted so that was a major downside um, and so people still had to wait like the whole wait on the concrete floor in the basement yep. of the Anaheim Convention Center which is just cold and drab and yep. depressing oh it's the worst I don't I'm glad to say that I've done it before but I do not ever want to <laughs> lay on that con floor ever bed. again no. it's freezing they leave the lights on all night oh. uh, you're not allowed to like bring an air mattress or anything anything super big you're not allowed to bring so you're just sleeping on that concrete mm -hmm. floor and then the light all night for sometimes 12 hours you have to forego a lot of other things from the con um, the app for me is what didn't work it was a great idea but 
the the app was supposed to remind you of your reservations you had coming up. It was supposed to help you around the con floor and show you what was going on. And there wasn't that level of interactivity yet. So I would definitely work on maybe being able to program your actual schedule into the app. Now, this is something I've, I have issue with with Disney, and I know Disney likes to keep everything in-house, but I've been to WonderCon at the Anaheim Convention Center. I've been Love to WonderCon. Um, I've been to um, BidCon at the Anaheim Convention Center. Both those cons get it together. They The apps work. Everything works the way they're supposed to work. Can you please just hire the WonderCon people or the BidCon people to do this? I mean, every year there's these major issues. Just I can remember in 2015, just getting in the door was a four-hour wait just to get in the door. It was mm-hmm. such a pain if you didn't have some sort of credentials or something. It, it was easy for me to get into the door, but also because... Other things were going on non-con related with all my friends that I ended up going basically at noon every day, which yeah. I know cheater, cheater method. I like being there super early in the day, but it just didn't work out and I had to roll with the punches. Um, when you went to those other cons, did you ever experience like poor cell phone reception? Because I wasn't able to live stream or do anything from the con. Well, that's what I mean. you'd said that and I'd heard that from quite a few other people that in the past, I've never had issue inside the Anaheim Convention Center with cell phone service, but also WonderCon, VidCon, in the last D23s, they had really, really, really good Wi-Fi available, and I was surprised to hear they didn't have Wi-Fi. Like, they had every every con I've been at the Anaheim Convention Center, some company, some internet company, some tech company came in and sponsored like amazing Wi-Fi. Nice. In the Wi-Fi situation, like literally, I'm able to stream on Twitter or Instagram or whatever, and you know, upload pics really quick. I remember. At VidCon, it was like, oh my gosh, this is the fastest internet I've ever had on my phone ever. And so I was able to like FaceTime with my family back home when I was there for work. So I was surprised that there was no decent Wi-Fi situation there at all. Um, and, and there also weren't any fuel rods. For some reason, I was uh, told that there would be fuel rods or there was a rumor that the fuel rods that are available in the park would be available to guests at the convention center. And those things are such a lifesaver. Oh, so yeah. I didn't bring an actual charger for my phone. I didn't bring anything I could plug into a wall and that became a problem when my phone would die halfway through the day. So uh, shout out to Amber Skies Cosplay for having a backup charger for me to use when I had to contact my friend one day. I always keep a fuel rod too. I love my I love the fuel rod I have. Like I, I literally use my fuel rod this morning. Next time I go to Disney, I'll switch it out and get a new one. It's just it's amazing. And you can take them home and it's like a little Reminder. If you yeah. don't know what fuel rods are, these are little like little charger rods and then you go into Disneyland, you put it in or you buy it once, it's like thirty dollars, and then you put it in, it gives you a brand new charged one, and then you can take it home and it's, I love it. So You know they're at Universal now. What? I've heard there's some airports too. I, I would love to see them everywhere. Now, Disney is the only place I know of that you don't pay for unlimited swaps, but at, at Universal they charge you like three dollars to what? swap it out. You Even know. Mm, of course. Universal. Even, even then, that's not it's so not bad. horrible. Yeah. It's okay. not Disney. Yeah. True. That is so true. Because Disney's awesome, Brian Hall. Disney's <laughs> awesome. They're amazing. Stop it. Okay, let's get to the layout of the con floor. <laughs> because if you too, Paul. If you've never been to the Anaheim Convention Center, that place is massive. It is, it is. And they just had that expansion not too long ago. Mm-hmm. They they expanded on everything. And wow, that place is huge. 
uh, there were so many amazing things going on. There's so many creative booths, so many cosplayers and people to see, but it was really easy to get lost in there and not see everything, uh, especially if you were in cosplay like I was all three days. I had to miss out on a lot of panels and a lot of other things because I was attending to my cosplay. And shout out to my friend Spencer, for helping me carry things and just walking around the convention center with me. Because I feel like if you're in heavy cosplay, a lot mm -hmm. of times you have to have some assistant yeah. with you. Your photographer, your, yeah. <laughs> your entertainment host with yeah. you. Yes. Uh, <laughs> your cast member. <laughs> All right, line stops here, you know. <laughs> Spider oh Gwen will be back here at 3.30. Oh, my goodness. So... There was a cavalcade that happened in the middle of the con floor every day, and it was super fun. They had celebrities. Um, the Fab Five were there. Was Dick getting... Van Dyke there? Dick Van Dyke was not oh. a part of it. Kenny Ortega was. Okay. Oh. Uh, and Ooh, that was nice. really cool. Yeah. Um, and, and they had the band march through in giant balloons. A lot of my friends who were in the youth education series and in uh, Disney Performing Arts, they were helping out with the parade but uh one one of my friends who was cosplaying as russell carl from up had the full head made out of like a cardboard box I and saw everything that one. so good but she couldn't move very quickly without people stopping her so another one of my friends had to go and get her one of the people i was staying with he was cosplaying as the tiger from the jungle cruise so he goes over to get her and we were joking like okay carl's got to go check on some balloons everyone this is his last guest he'll be back in just a few minutes just just wait right here okay okay so, <laughs> so, such a good Disney voice. What's, so, I, I, like, I'm just waiting you to tell me where I can go throw my trash away. <laughs> oh, yeah, I love that you did that. You also did the two oh, finger I, point. I absolutely two finger point. finger point. If you don't know, Disney, they don't let, they, they don't let their cast members point with one finger. Either do no. a full hand or two finger point. Yes, sir. Yes. And honestly, better way to point anyway. Yes. I, I do it all the time now, it, too. It, if, if you ever go to In-N-Out, they do the same thing. In-N-Out, as far as their employee policies, they basically just stole everything from Disney. And put it in there. Good. It's the good. 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 That's smart. Yeah. First, and it's like 45 um, minutes away from Disney, so. Yeah. Well, I can't remember the name of the book, but I I bought a book once from Old Town Sacramento that taught you uh, basically a lot of the things that they teach in traditions and in the Disney. Oh, I think it was called Disney University. Uh, and they taught about how companies are taking those concepts, those ideas of customer service and putting nice. them in their own yeah. business models. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. Um, so You hear that, Amazon? <laughs> well, Just I have a friend who works for Amazon. Right She's having a lot of fun, too. Where in Amazon? <laughs> yeah. uh, in Seattle. Like, what, like, like warehouse? Warehouse or, or like fulfillment? Tech. She does tech. Okay. 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 Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> What, what? Nothing. You guys just both got laser focused for a second there. <laughs> well, because I mean, the, 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 the warehouse. Fulfillment, there's the I fulfillment mean, centers. Yeah, I, I feel bad for some of the people there. So Yeah. yeah. Here at uh, the DCAS, we're non-political. But yes. pay your workers. That's right. <laughs> so Disney Plus is really what this entire D23 yes. convention was about. They were hyping Disney Plus. Yep. I'm so mm -hmm. upset. I missed the Disney Plus panel. I wasn't registered for it. I didn't think that it was a big 
deal to it go was to. The con. It was Huge. that was the entire thing. In fact, smack dab in the middle of the entire convention center was the Disney Plus stage where I just happened to be sitting front row uh, where Bill Farmer had an interview. Like th- that was a pleasant surprise. Yeah, I was just waiting there front row, and they're like, "And coming up next, we have Bill Farmer going to talk." I was like, "No way." You're kidding. So that was amazing. Uh, And all around the Disney Plus area, they had cast members with iPads helping you figure out what Disney Plus was and giving you discounted rates for Disney Plus to set up. I, I would love to know how many people just from that one booth they got to sign up for Disney Plus because the rate they were offering was like, 23% 23% yeah, off, 23. right? Yeah. yeah, it was 23% now, off, so I, it was like $3. I need to know, why aren't they offering, figuring, I, I need them to let us know how to pre-sign up for the bundle. I'm doing the bundle. I'm doing the Hulu, Ooh. ESPN, ESPN, ABC, Nat Geo, all that, the bundle. Because mm-hmm. it's like twelve, it's like twelve ninety nine a month, and it's like cheaper than Netflix right now. And I'm going to keep Netflix just because I'm having, I have hope for, you know, Stranger Things season four. But you know. Stranger Things, Dark Crystal. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that just came out, huh? It did. Yay! Skylar Dark signs up. So, uh, question: how, how does this how does this year compare to past D23s? I've heard from Brian Hall um, that there, it was just it was just Disney Plus, and it wasn't that much, and it was just kind of a ho hum, like eh, yeah, whatever. Okay, you know. I can I can see where he's coming from, and especially if you're uh, down down and out about Disney Plus, if you don't like the concept of Disney Plus, for sure you probably did not like this con. I've only been to the 2017 D23 convention prior, and I liked this one more because, one, I knew what I was getting into. D23 is such a different con experience from a normal con experience. They operate differently. So knowing what I was getting into was the first step, Mm -hmm. and also the organization was so much better. Like... I walked I like in. That. I walked in uh, the second day, and that was the day I wore my Gwen. So I had spent the night at a friend's house. And I had so much fun with her. Uh, we get there, and I had my hair and makeup done, but I wasn't wearing the suit. So I just pop in, scan my tag, walk straight in, go to the bathroom, throw on my Gwen, and then I had a signing with the cast of The Simpsons, like in a half hour so I had to oh I was so excited about that I had to throw it on in a specific amount of time and I scanned my badge right on time and I was sent straight into the line no questions no hassle nice so it's much more organized. I know the issue in 2017, 2015 was just getting into the con yes. was difficult. Oh my gosh! So they got they got they got the scan badges, which is great. That's a little nod they got from WonderCon, which I think was a very smart thing for them mm-hmm. to do. Um, overall, though, I think this is the thing I'm most I'm most wanting to kind of get everyone's opinion on here on is the status of the Disney community because in the last I'd okay. say since 2000, kind of started around 2011. Um, into 2013, the Disney community's online community just kind of blown up. It's become this phenomenon. Of course, you know, you had this whole thing like all people criticizing adult Disney fans. You know, we're all adults and we all love Disney. You know, like, oh, these childless millennials coming in and, you know, whatever, you know, taking up all the room at Disneyland and coming without their kids and blah, 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 whatever. Um, but 
taking a nod from what I've heard from the Bibbidi Bobby Bros podcast. And yes, I am just trying to stir up <clears throat> controversy to get you guys to listen and then tweet about it. And yes, I am trying to do that. So, you know, shameless plug. Um, but I think there's a valid point here. Is the Disney community kind of getting burned out? Um, we have this, we've had this stint here where Disney's just been on fire where they can almost do no wrong. Disney, Disney Plus marks a, a, a significant change in what the company's doing. You have the Infinity Gauntlet saga over. Marvel's kind of go, not going to the lull, but they're kind of going back down. They're going to start ramping back up for the next big thing, you know, phase four, five, six. Um, Star Wars is about to, Star Wars episode nine is about to end. Now they're, you know, going to do these series. And uh, let's be honest, episode yeah. eight did not go over well with the fans. I liked it. Uh, I understand why there were some things Ryan Johnson did I would not have done as a filmmaker. I thought it was foolish for him to do, um, especially if he knows anything about the fandom. So mm-hmm. what is, what, what's going on? Are we going to see another, out, after the Disney Renaissance in the early 90s, there was kind of this downfall after the Emperor's New Groove where you got some really bad films, Chicken Little. <laughs> Home on the Range. Home on the Range, Valiant. (laughs) Kevin James. Kevin. Anything. Wasn't he in Home on the Range? I don't remember. Wasn't that him? I don't know. Was it? Maybe not. And I rag on Home on the Range, but I pulled out my second grade journal the other day. Second grade. Jeez. And how old am I? I I wrote about (laughs) how much I enjoyed. Uh, home on the range, and I have like a picture of Alameda oh, wow. Swim and Slim and the Willies and uh, the one stupid cow who keeps singing, <laughs> "She'll be coming round the mountain." She'll be so. And, and I, as a child, I enjoyed it. A lot of that was the, the blame was put on Michael Eisner, and then of course you had Michael uh, Eisner kind of kicked out. I I have okay. Eisner <laughs> did give us some things that I really do enjoy, but I also give us Toontown. I. I know. I, I also love to beef with Michael Eisner. Like if I if I ever met him, I would love to get a photo of me and him like looking at each, at each other like, oh, you. That would be so, the best thing. So what's 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 happening with Disney right now? The Disney company because there, there's this, there's been this kind of disappointment with D twenty three this year. There is, seems to be disappointments with Marvel, not Marvel. I'm sorry, Star oh, Wars. Yeah. Marvel's getting the ramp down. We don't know what's going to happen. We got these, mm-hmm. you know, Disney Plus going on. Bob Iger's leaving in two years now. Yep, yep. two years. Yeah. So well, yeah. I thought they were going to fast track it because what he really wanted to do was make that Fox merger happen. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, so we're looking to. Hey, Bob Iger, if you're looking for someone to step into your place, I'm going to throw my my name in the <laughs> hat right oh, wow. now. Throw my hat in the ring. I would love to be the CEO of the Walt Disney Corporation. Thank David, you. you're, you're so let me I, I, I just let me just address a little bit of what Andy's saying. Um, so because I, I, I have a theory as to what's going on here. So I, I think Disney could could take a beat from its own properties. Mm-hmm. So like with with Marvel, even with Star Wars, um, they they tend to run hot and then they give you a break. Yes. They mm-hmm. give you a, yes. a, a, I call it a miss me period. 
And so when that new Marvel thing comes out, people are like, yes, about time. Mm-hmm. Even those with Star Wars. There's, there's Now, Star Wars is a whole different microcosm because that's yeah. a 40-year, like I, I mentioned on the last time, you know, there's some purist fans, mm-hmm. and then there's fans who are just for the, the roller coaster ride. Yeah. And so they're going to have the kind of, they get to experience the miss me phase as well. Yeah. But the purists aren't, they're not looking for that. Yeah. They've been there, done that. Disney, however, the pieces where they're a little disconnected from their properties is they're always ramping up. Mm-hmm. They're always all there's no there's no miss me phase. Yeah. And that's what they need. I, I think they need. So I'm hoping that they kinda but it's kinda hard. They're a corporation. They stockholders, they have yeah. to always better and bigger and get more fans in all the time. Three it's a it's a year round thing. But I think the fatigue is starting to come on. And so yeah. like cycles, we're gonna have Another fatigue cycle of Disney, but their properties are going to do okay. So, yeah. that's, that's are, my take. I mean, right now, you, you look at the status of the box office. The mm-hmm. one studio that's bringing in consistent receipts is Buena Vista, yep. Disney. Yeah. Yes. Whether it's Marvel, whether it's Star Wars, they're, they're, they're bringing in the receipts here. Whereas other films are just flopping and flopping. I mean, mm-hmm. the one um, um, about the, the guy who... Um, the guy in England who knew the um, there's two actually I'm thinking of um, the one about the guy who knew all the Beatles songs and wrote them himself and then yesterday? the other guy yesterday, y- yesterday. yesterday. and then there was the other yeah. film with the um, guy who was Bruce Springsteen Bruce Springsteen oh yeah, yeah that was they both both, both those flopped yep and everyone's like yesterday oh these were really great. good they're gonna be great they're awesome and it just really didn't resound oh, with the public and the public is so ready for streaming yet people are still gonna go for some reason mm-hmm. For these big tentpole Disney films, Star Wars films, and Marvel films, it's an experience. It's it the, is something it is. about going. I mean, I remember, I remember just like Beauty and the Beast when it came out live action. I was totally not expecting. It. I got opening night tickets, and there was all these little girls dressed up as Belle, and it was just. I have never seen that much excitement in a movie theater. And this is before reserved seating at our movie theater here, um, and not even for a Marvel or Star Wars film. I was just, mm-hmm. it was just totally caught me off guard. But there, yeah, there's this experience here, going and being the first ones to see it. Whereas no one was lining up to see yesterday, no people aren't lining up to see the no. new Suicide Squad or anything. These, I mean, I I, I walked, I literally for um, Batman vs Superman, I literally bought the ticket for the opening show like five minutes before it started and got a decent seat. Like, and so Disney still has this way to do it, mm-hmm. but how can they maintain that in the age of streaming? Open yeah. question. You know, uh, I I really do believe when when we have this uncertainty of which direction to go of we, when we have this uncertainty of hope for the Walt Disney company, always be looking back to Walt's original vision and what he hoped for. What does the Walt Disney company mean, but stories. And I believe that if we keep telling these stories that people want to see mm-hmm. and want to be a part of, bringing them into new worlds that they only imagined before, it, it's going to really help. One of my favorite Walt Disney quotes is, we keep moving forward, yep. opening new doors and doing new things yep. because we're curious. Yep. And curiosity keeps leading us down new paths. We are always exploring and <clears throat> experimenting. So, Sean, I... Let's 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 pivot a little bit here. Now, there's a lot of complaint about their not complaints about there not being a whole lot going on at Disneyland. Right. Disneyland's had a whole lot of stuff happen though with mm-hmm. Star yep. Wars, mm-hmm. Cars Land, 
And there is the Marvel Land coming in. There's other things. So what's your take on what's the future of Disneyland right now? Because Disneyland's kind of Disneyland is the most Instagrammed right. place in the world. Right. There's much more of a sense of community as far as the Disney community goes at Disneyland mm-hmm. than Walt Disney World. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so how does the Disneyland Resort fit into that? And then I'm gonna ask you, cast member over there, about Walt Disney World here in a minute. I, yeah. I don't know. I, I saw yesterday, like, um, another posted that, you know, they just released the SoCal Passage yesterday, and it was emptier than it's ever been, like, all summer. Yeah. I think, like we talked about a few weeks ago, with, a few, you know... When and Brian Hall on the podcast this week was bashing. I'm like, oh, it's and parks are empty. They're going Why is that down. a bad thing? I, I don't understand. Why, like, we've been wanting that for such yeah, a long time. They're, they're still making their money because they, they they raise the prices, so they're they're not hurting for money. But they're not. And you're getting to go and enjoy the park more because exactly. it's not it's not it's not as it's not as full. So yes. you, you're having a better experience. So you're paying a little bit more. So what? Yeah. Um, where does all this fit into it? I think, like you said, even like David said, with I think the Disney Plus is. I think it's all these. This is all by design. I think. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. Disney Plus has these things that are going to make you still want to go to the movies. Yep. I didn't mean to get off the park thing, but that's mm-hmm. that's what I think is happening. And then it's going to revert back. There's a there's a thing on Disney Plus about cast members. That's that was the big surprise. So and it gets you excited about the, it. Gets you going excited to the park. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. I think everything is set up. I think everyone did not expect what was going to happen with no one going to the parks, but they're still making their money. They were down three percent, I guess. In and profit during their last thing, but the guests weren't coming. But they're still making their money. And that, I really believe that was by there was so there was four years of hype. Yeah, for, for Star, Star Wars. Wars Land. Yeah, it was announced in two thousand and four years of people planning. Oh, right. I'm not going to go yeah. then. So exactly you know, four thing, years of so. people planning. It was two thousand fifteen. It was announced during the the live action film panel, right. which was yeah. weird. At the very end, Bob Iger was like, by the way, we're having Star Wars saying, here you go, here's a Star Wars poster, bye. And I was like, oh, what? Yeah. I honestly think when the other ride in, or, I'm sorry, attraction in uh, Star Wars and well, Galaxy's Edge opens, yes. Ooh, I, I, think, I think it's going to change everything. And we've talked about this because I think part of that is going to be a part of the movie coming out. So I, mm-hmm. I have this yep. weird feeling that they're going to coincide and they're going to go, holy crap, you know, and then it's going to... It's going to blow up. You watch yeah. after December in Florida and January here. I think they're going to be fine. They're fine now. So I don't. Yeah. It, all of you that are complaining about not being able to go to the parks, enjoy it while you can. Because <laughs> I would love to be down there right now going every day and oh, waiting 20 yeah. minutes to go on Space Mountain or Matterhorn. I remember going, going in 2011, 12, 13 when my wife and I started going a lot. We, had, we, got, right. we lived here. We got annual passes. Um, we were going you know, once a month. We were driving or flying down there. And it was really nice. And then around 2014, 15, like the whole Disney community thing got mm-hmm. really big online. And it's like the times we would knew like in February or like in late September when we knew there'd be no one in the park right. it was still packed. There was never a time where it wasn't packed right. and it got really bad. And now it's getting, it's nice because Disney's also been trying for so long to get the crowds under control. And they have, and people yep. are complaining about it, which people I People are complaining because they raise prices. And why are they raising prices? Not because they need the money. It's because people are paying it, and yep. it's supply and demand. Yep. And they, they've done other policies that, um, as far as, like, um, keeping a cap on people who are taking advantage of the the, the ADA, American Disabilities Act. Um, you know, make sure those who are taking advantage of the requirements are actually, actually need it, and they're... It's actually more helpful for them. I know a lot of people are complaining about it, but the, the things also, like, making sure that People under 14 weren't just being dropped up by their parents. Right. Yeah. Other th- yep. Disney did all this stuff to try to get the crowds under control and make a better experience. And now, okay, now the crowds are under control. Now but they've done it. People are like, wait a minute, what's wrong with Disney. the company? You guys are, of course. And well, I know they've let people go, and that and that's sad. I don't know if, if that's because of that or if that was in the plan before. Because I know that they've they've uh, they just announced a week ago that they're gonna they're closing some other attra- um, 
not attractions, but uh, the a couple, a couple shows. The, uh, Lion, yeah. the Lion King the shows, well, yeah. was going to go away anyway. So, uh, I, I do have something to say about the live entertainment going. Now, I understand that the Lion King, Tales of the Lion King, right. let's get that nomenclature, uh, Tales of the Lion King, uh, was a wonderful, cute show. I was very disappointed when Disney let their dancers go, and I did think that that was probably the start of the end for that one, even though it was seasonal. Mm-hmm. Letting go of your dancers, who were the cherry on top of that amazing performance from your Agva uh, performers, that was terrible. I am very, very disappointed that uh, the Laughing Stock Co. and... Uh, the Pixharmonic uh, Orchestra mm-hmm. are going. I, I think that the Pixharmonic, even though they were situated at literally the worst spot in the park, <laughs> all the way in the back with no shade, right. the heat going directly on them, they always gave such yeah. a very um, energetic performance that embodied the spirit of Pixar in my mind. Uh, Disneyland, if any of your PR people are listening right now, I believe that the heart and soul of Disneyland, what sets it apart from Walt Disney World, is that small community. Mm -hmm. And that includes uh, small performances. That includes your atmosphere entertainment. Please do not discount your entertainers and what your cast members do for your show that is Disneyland. I want to make one thing clear. I love Disney. I love you. I will kiss your feet. But that, that's that's been an issue as far as ha- how they handled the live entertainment. Mm-hmm. Um, those um, there was the um, what was the show back in um, by Big Thunder Mountain there where they also had the buffet. I can't remember. The show. Oh, Miss right. Chris was a part of that show. Um, Billy Hill and the Billy Hill. Yeah, they, yeah. They, mm-hmm. they, they they let him go. They ended up going to Knott's Berry Farm. Yep. Um, there was also the Disneyland band. They the Disneyland band had been there forever, and they put them all in other. But they, they, Disney as a corporation could do a better job oh, of dealing with their live entertain live entertainers and their cast members all together. Um, there's been a lot of co- coverage in like Fox and Vice about Disneyland employees living in poverty, which is an issue that needs to be handled, especially when your CEO is making millions and millions of dollars. Yep. Um, that mm-hmm. needs to be addressed, but especially live entertainment. These, I mean, as, as all of us work, you know, in some it's technology or. Or entertainment, we all, we all work in that industry, and so we know gig, the gig economy is tough. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm doing this. I'm working. You know, I did, I did some recording for someone. I've I've done all kinds of stuff. I do podcast producing for other podcasts where I get paid. I but I have to drive Uber and lift on the side just to make ends meet and provide for my family. So it's tough. So I I really wish Disney would do a better mm-hmm. job of taking care of their entertainers. And this is all said with love. We love yes, Disney. we love Disney so much. But yeah. Yeah, because these guys, they find a steady gig, it's great, but then you just let them go. It's like, okay, now I got to go, you know, busk on the street. With that, so Epcot's getting an overhaul. Yeah. A huge overhaul. A huge Yay. overhaul. Like, you, you've worked in Epcot, correct? Uh, no, I worked on the boardwalk. The boardwalk. Nice. Yeah. But you, I'm sure you've been to Epcot. Epcot's my favorite. Yes. So, and like, Futureland isn't looking very futuristic right now. No. At all, ever. <laughs> So what what's what's the future look like for Walt Disney World? This is, Walt Disney World doesn't have that same community that Disneyland does because it's much more of an international park. It, it is. And so is Epcot, obviously. Yeah, I mean, but the the big celebration of it is that it's so much more than just California and Florida. Yeah. You know, especially when you're in Epcot and you're walking around, 
And you go to the place that they've assigned for Germany, and you're meeting people from Germany mm-hmm. who are, are greeting you, and you know, and you have a Stein, and you're eating Wiener Schnitzel, and then oh, you're just, okay. you know, you you just they this is a great place of saying, okay, well, if you can't go to Germany, we'll bring Germany we'll bring to, you. to you. Yeah, Which is this so cool. This corner right here, this is now Germany, and yep. you feel like you're in Germany, yep, or Japan, or wherever you are, Canada. So. Um, oh, Canada. Right? Yeah, uh, with with the Martin Short video. Right? Uh. So um, I think that when when you are setting bars really high, that there's always going to be a trickle down of complaints. People always gun for number one. Yep. Well, Disney doesn't just set the bar. They are right. the bar yeah, for most it. things. You know, companies borrow from them. They take ideas from them. This is how they teach their people. This is how we're going to teach our people. Yeah. So that's why complaints come in. Uh, I just saw an interview with Garth Brooks's daughter, who is a singer herself. And she said, I'm starting to get a lot of negative comments on my YouTube videos, which is awesome because that means I'm getting more popular. And that's Mm. how she deals with it. That's a good way to look at it. Yeah, Yeah, because at least they're watching it or at least they're they're, they're doing it. So that's a way to spin a negative. So that's something I got to remind myself when I get criticism online. (laughs) Yeah, at least they're taking the time out. And maybe, maybe just that's constructive criticism. There it is. (laughs) Unless it's like, you know, trying to be hateful for the sake of hate. You suck. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, that's not very constructive. I actually like that. In fact, you know what? James Cameron, come at me. Okay. So. (laughs) So. What parts of Epcot and the new Epcot expansion are you most excited for? Because I've got a few. Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. I am so, it's my favorite movie. It's one of my top five all-time favorite movies. I was looking at pictures of it. It looks so good. Wait, I'm that also, was confirmed for Epcot? It's, they at least released pictures online. At least a couple months ago they did when I saw it. I know that was confirmed for Tokyo. But it's Tokyo, it was- but it's not. I'm 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 excited. For, I would go to Tokyo for that. That's oh, what I'm excited for about. Sure. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's not happening in Orlando. They haven't okay. confirmed that in Orlando. Um, I'm excited for a, a few things. I'm excited about the whole Ratatouille. Yay! Yeah, shout it's out from to Paris. Emil. It's going from Paris. Yeah, yeah. Yay, I've, I've seen. I, I've watched so many ride-throughs of that, and I'm like, why can't they bring that to Disneyland? <laughs> yeah, they're <laughs> bringing it to the states. Like the technology there too is just epic, unbelievable. And it's the same technology they're using for Rise of the Resistance, I believe. Yes. Yeah. Well, oh. there are going to be three different ride systems with Rise of the Resistance, but I am all for that Wi-Fi track, uh, Wi-Fi controlled trackless technology. Oh, yes. Uh, it's so cool, and you can see it being utilized. In, um, oh, what's that ride at Universal? Um, Transformers? Is, I haven't used it for Transformers in years. Isn't, I guess, no, Transformers doesn't use that. They do use a track on that. I retract that last statement. <laughs> uh, but Luigi's is trackless. Yeah, Luigi's is trackless. Oh, the only oh, problem is Luigi's is outside. Luigi's and so whenever is it rains. Awful. Yeah. Uh, have you been on Luigi's? Yeah, it's great. I would much rather have the flying tires back. <clears throat> Really? Ugh. Give me the flying tires back. I, I had to like, like <laughs> <laughs> bring back the mallow boomer. Those were fun. I like so. the flying uh, tires. You know, I still haven't been on the inside out emotional whirlwind yet. Speaking of mallow boomer, yeah, you for, have. For did the you go time. on Flix Flyers? I did, yeah, but it's you've been on it. Yeah, but I haven't <laughs> been it in that in that, but not in that capacity. Right? Yeah. <laughs> It looks really cool. So. Did you go to the parks when you were there at all? No, I didn't. Oh, no. What? Probably didn't I have was, time. Oh, I know. No. I didn't have time. I went to downtown Disney to pick up some Halloween merchandise. 
Uh, but that hurt. Don't, don't, that don't, you, don't you have an annual pass? No, I don't. You don't? Oh, I have an annual pass. Uh, okay, I'll excuse it. <laughs> but most of the time, I was sitting in my host family's living room sewing. I was prepping for the con. Uh, one day, my friend... Uh, Shannon, who I adore, uh, she is supposed to be in Walt Disney World right now, but because of Hurricane Dorian, uh, her yes. flight was canceled, and she is still on the West Coast. So I feel bad for her, but she, uh, she and I had an awesome time uh, partying, and not not like that. Not we weren't we weren't partying hard. <laughs> we were having fun. They were sewing. Yeah. She doesn't sew. She's oh. she's a fashion design major, but she doesn't sew. She was sew. cheering you on while you sewed. Yeah. Well, um, sp- and so, I'm going to so, cut you off so, real quick. So, but so, that's sorry. literally Speaking what Speaking of, like. of the, the hurricane, I just want to give a special shout out to Disney because they – they just kind of stepped yeah. up and they're they're yeah. doing they're helping with the relief efforts over in the Bahamas. They're donating over a million dollars to kind of help all those uh, people who were affected by the yep. hurricane. Good on them. So that yep. was, that's a good job, Disney. Yeah, that's so cool. I really respect corporations who are willing to donate. Just step up. Yeah, to, absolutely. Yeah, just step up. And especially with, with Disney, the, the Bahamas, especially they they work so much within the, within the Bahamian community with their cruises, Castaway Key, Castaway yep. Key, and uh, it's it's all one big Disney community. And the, the, to, to help the communities they're a part of, whether it be Orlando or Anaheim or, mm. or Paris or the Bahamian community, I think it's it, it's it's so important for corporations to do that uh, and to not be these nameless, heartless corporations, but to be a contributing member of your community, part so, of the community. Yep. Yeah, and a sad thing. You talked about that Disney decline and all that stuff. The sad thing about that is, is, yeah, they did that, and that was great, but how many people are going to complain that it wasn't enough? Yeah, of course. course. Yeah. They, yeah, Disney, of course. Disney, oh, you make so much money, only a million dollars. Who else is doing and that? The idea, so. and the idea is to get other corporations. They're, exactly. prim- they're priming the park. Exactly. Yep. Other corporations, like, okay, we do this. Okay. Right. But you see it all the time. What are you going to do, do Universal? Always, what are you going to do, Carnival, Carnival Cruises? What are you going to do, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. So... So Disney is uh, a lot, lot is going to be happening. Yeah, there's a lot. This we're kind of approaching a little. I guess you would call it dead time it's by design, and, 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 and that's why we are we're taking a little bit of a, a uh, hiatus. hiatus here. I remember we had the same issue two years ago after D23. Skylar and I were just there talking like, "What do we talk about?" Because you had D23, and then Comic Con that year was right after it because it was early D23, <laughs> and then it was and then so we had two weeks of talking about stuff, and it's like okay. Uh, <laughs> how was how was your day? What you have for breakfast? Yeah, so much you have for breakfast there, Skyler. And so, but what we're going to be doing uh, as a show is we're going to be taking um, a break until October fifteenth. This will be our next episode. Between then and now, we will be launching, relaunching, uh, releasing old episodes of the Decast from back in the day. And I got to warn you, some of them, awesome. the quality. <laughs> is awful. I'm going to be releasing the first I- interviews we had with the Super Carlin brothers who've been on the show quite a bit. All right, on. Uh, with me and Dale. And uh, I'm going to warn you, the audio quality is awful. I'm going to be releasing the first interview with Brian Hall, even though i got a beef with Brian Hall right now. Um, which Vintage Hall. Which isn't, isn't so vintage, Brian Hall. Okay, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm, go- I'm, 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 ca- I'm putting Brian Hall on blast, but he actually is a friend of mine. We are friends... Like I, I, there's his Facebook page and there's his Facebook page. I'm, 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 you know, we're, we hang out when I'm at the park. He, we know each other. It's, it, it's, it's cool. Um, he comes to the show whenever we need him. He's great. Um, but I was really disappointed by his podcast. Like, <laughs> you're killing me, bro. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we'll have a, a probably, uh, 
don't know. There's so many other things we could put up. Gosh, I'm sure. We also YouTube stuff will be working yes. towards. Yes. Yeah. So, so that's what's going to be going on. But um, just want to remind you guys, if you are wanting to plan a trip to Disney, um, go to Sarah for get your experience. She can hook you up. Yes. Also go to decast.net for all of our stuff. Um, we'll have all the Patreons officially launched. On October 15th, with all the rewards, you can go there now, sign up, but we have the reward levels Come ready. Back with all new decals. We're going to have some new t shirts and <laughs> everything. T shirts and everything. Up, yeah. It'll, It'll be, be all up and ready to go. We're actually going to meet next week at the same time yep. and mm-hmm. plan out the rest of the year. How we and can service you guys. Yeah. So, what, what can we do to be a better podcast? If you guys for have you? any suggestions, definitely you know how to get a hold of us. Send yeah. us suggestions of what you'd like to hear or like to see or what you'd like us to do. Yep. Yeah. And also, real quick, let's make sure we thank uh, Rogue City Comics. Yeah. Rogue City Rogue Comics. Comics. We're, we're no longer there, but we're going to be doing some YouTube stuff with them. Yep. Um, they've been, they were such gracious hosts. Yep. It just it became so just hard to be able to have to set up and tear down when we had the space here. And we able to control the sound a lot more, right. but we're going to be doing plenty of stuff with them. Um, I'm, I'm super excited. I want to do. We've done. We've done some giveaways with them. I want to be able to get with them and actually sponsor a, um, a, a viewing of Star Wars. I'm hoping here oh, for, for you know, yeah. bio yeah. theater, and then it's the decast and Rogue City Comics. We just promote that. Right. And definitely, Cinemark. we're now at Big Papa Studios. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're at Big Papa. <laughs> That's where. Oh, got it. In Big downtown CP. That's right. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know, we're in uh, one of my bedrooms in my house now. So. Which is now the Disney. Yeah, it's now the, it's the, the studio. 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 So. studio. studio. Right. Yep. Thank intern Zach because it used to be his room. So, But the, the, the <laughs> week we're coming back, October 15th, that is the Wednesday before Maleficent drops. So there'll be some more news coming up. We'll talk about Maleficent. Um, and then, of course, then you have Frozen coming after Frozen Two. Yes, which yes, yes, yes. Yay. That movie's gonna suck. It's gonna be, oh, it's gonna be so good. Andy, let it go. Let it no, go. okay. Wow, let that's it, not. Pretty, I haven't heard that before. <laughs> wow, so original there, Chris. I'm like, gosh. Hey, they're not all great. You know, the cast of Frozen Two came out during a panel and sang the song. Yes, they did the same thing in 2015. I went to that panel. If you keep talking about it, the vein comes out on his forehead. He's a hater. You can see it. There it is. Talk about Frozen 2. There it is. Right now, Brian Hull, the Bibbidi Bobby Bros podcast, or James Cameron, I'm going to go off. Or you called an attraction a ride, and it's not... Sorry. Yeah. It's all right, Sean. It's not... there's only one Mr. Ride, Toad's right? Wild. There's only one ride at Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Mr. Toad's Wild ride. Everything else is attraction. As I worked there, Dan, I, corrected, I said that to someone. I corrected an like, episode no, of Frozen. What? Wait, wait, wait. What's going on here? I just want to see now James Cameron direct an episode of Frozen oh my for the so, Disney Plus Network. Oh, just oh, for oh, just oh, for oh, Andy. Olaf's Revenge. Yes. And then Brian Hall's voicing one of the kids. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> And we've come full circle. Well, Brian's a friend. I am trying to start beef between our podcast because any publicity is good publicity. I'll I'll, I'll say it. Let's do it. I like. I you, think Brian. He's, I think he's dead wrong. I love I, I I love Brian. He's a friend. Like I make that clear. But he's wrong about everything he said in the last episode of the Bibbidi Bobby Brothers podcast, and it was uncalled for and unnecessary. And I'm putting yeah. you on blast, Brian. I, I think that I love you. Yeah, I think it's okay to disagree with someone as long as it comes from a place of love yeah. and yeah. you have a reason to. Well, their and last disagreement was over hamburgers, so I mean, it's, yeah, it's that's why he brought. Yeah, we, we talked about what they a burger real beef. In and out. You real know what? Beef. That's that's real beef. So, okay. and so I'll, yeah. I'll always eat Popeyes over Chick Fil A. Boom. Ooh. Well, yeah, obviously. So, yeah. But with that, the said, biscuits. Well, I can't. I have celiac, <laughs> but. So with that said, uh, look for a 2020 Hall versus Herndon in the <laughs> Octagon Ring here. Paper. It'll be on Disney Plus. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. 
Uh, we'll have a competition. Special we're, we're, guest referees. We're, both, we're both losing a lot of weight right now. So we'll have a we'll have a competition who can lose lose most weight. A cardio off. Yeah, a cardio <laughs> off. There we go. I'm gonna lose. <laughs> I, I, want, I want no part of this. I just I, I just started going back to the gym. I, I I left. I graduated from school. I went to a crappy gym, and now I'm actually at the gym. I always swore I would never go to uh, in the village where our movie theater is at. Yes, um, it's actually kind of amazing because they've got new owners and everything. And I walk out of the gym. I'm like, I'm gonna go to a movie now. This is great. Nice. It's perfect. Yeah. And they got yeah, so I'm I'm back on track. I'm happy about that. Yes. yes. So where can we reach everyone? Uh, <laughs> on the interwebs. Are we wrapping it up? Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. I'd say so. <laughs> well, we're just we, we just don't want to let it go because before, oh. before oh. see see what oh. I did there. See that's cold as ice. Oh. Cold as ice. Oh, so, there it is. Yeah. So, anyone want to talk about what they're going to do on their hiatus and stuff? Why we uh, sign off? Plan. Um, um, I got some. I got some. Yeah. Part-time social media gigs I'm applying cool. for. Nice. Rook. Um, well, I'm going to be getting back into school. As some of you might know, I'm going to school right now for mechanical engineering. I would love to become a Disney Imagineer and pursue my love of performing, whether that be through acting or dancing or puppets uh, in any sort of form. Nice. But if you'd like to reach me, I'm on Instagram at pinksparkle22. That's T-U-T-U. And I would love to talk about all things Imagineering, all things the new Magic Happens Parade with my favorite person, Todrick Hall. Uh, yes. Writing the, the music That's, for that. His story is so cool. Awesome. I love Todrick Hall. He's I, amazing. He's, he's coming to uh, to Grant's Pass in October. Wait, what? Again? Wait, he, what? he came a couple months ago. He did. I, I love Todrick Hall, and I've gotten to uh, take a workshop from him uh, backstage at Disneyland before, but I respect him so much, love what he does, love his story. Uh, so amazing. I, yep. I would love to talk Todrick Hall with all of you. Uh, if not, uh, you can follow my teddy bear and adventure extraordinaire, adventurer extraordinaire, Snowy Snow Bear. And she is on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, you name it, at Snowy Snow Bear. I am super excited. My son is uh, coming home for a little bit. Of, he's having a short leave. He'll be in from Alaska, from the, from right the Air Force. Right on. So, which means he'll probably spend like 24 hours with us and then go hang out with his friends. But that's fine. Because <laughs> well, my wife's going to attach herself to him for those 24 hours. And how he's doing? How, he, had, he just had surgery, right? Hey, he had surgery about six months ago. He's fine. He's good. He's yeah. he's 20, so he bounced back like that's so weird. That. To me. I was I was his teacher for a while. So I know. It's, it's weird. Like he was like 10. Yeah. He's, and I was like a grown man. That's so weird. Yeah. So he he'll be in next week. I'm super excited about that. That's nice. going to awesome. take a lot of my time and then just. You know, I'm going to be working on some YouTube stuff. I'll, I have a lot of ideas I want to throw out and talk about some upcoming things. And you can reach me at Big Daddy CMB. That's Big D A D D Y CMB. Like color me bad. And uh, yeah. And what are you going to do? Okay, what are you doing, David? What's going on yeah. with you? So I'm going to I'm going to actually be doing a little bit of traveling for for my job. So um, I'm, I'm so I do IT stuff uh, as well as uh, assistive technology. So I get the opportunity to go to work with nonprofits who work with people uh, adults with disabilities and yeah. teach them how to use technology and matching the right technology to the right person. So I'm going to be excited. Got a couple of uh, uh, trips planned here in the next little while. So I'm going to do that. So that'll be fun. And question for you. If, if you could, if Disney was to hire you, mm -hmm. given your expertise, what would you Million want to dollars. do? Million dollars. Wait, what? <laughs> what? What would you do for them um, within, the, within the parks? 
doing oh. the, what you do and the, your so, expertise, what would you want to do? So the first thing I, I would start out with with Disney is is, is the people, the cast, and just because uh, the the biggest piece of when you're trying to um, make everyone in the community accessible is the people. Mm-hmm. So you, you do that before you mess with technology at all and stuff. So and Disney actually does a pretty good job. They with do. That. I've seen like what they. It was just on my feed uh, with uh, Cinderella with uh, uh, a young little man who was just overwhelmed. I and, saw that. Yeah, and he was just, just losing himself, and she took so kind and careness. That, I mean, that, that's that's just amazing. So I, And I've seen that with other characters, Winnie the Pooh. There was one mm-hmm. with oh, that. that's a great video. Yeah, yeah, so Disney's on point with that with the people. Mm-hmm. And, and as far as the tech, there's some really cool things you can do. There's, there's you know, uh, noise rooms. There's all, all it's it's unbelievable all the stuff that you could do. So if they hired me, I would I would kind of start and see what they're doing already and then build on that. Hey, so. Disney yeah. Park Imagineering, I'm sure David would uh, love to <laughs> con- consult. A million dollars. I don't want to move down there. So I, want, good, I want you to man. fly him down there and bring him back every week. That would be so okay. cool. Half price, 500000 and, uh, and some free food. Oh, and side note, for any uh, people out there with family or friends with um, sensory overload issues, mm-hmm. if you're in Disneyland and looking for non-automatic flushing toilets on Main Street. Uh, awesome. Ooh, that that's is a, cool. That's great. That's a that great is. And Sean, what's Sean, going on with you during the break? Papa Disney. I'll just be Big working. Papa. Working. Yeah. Selling them cars. So that's right. For, for these that you don't know, I sell cars here in Southern Oregon. So that's right. I'll be selling, getting ready for holidays here in my house. Holidays is huge. So um, about November 1st, you guys will notice you'll be going around a Christmas tree upstairs. So, nice. well, yeah. Now, can, crazy. Can, you, can you sell a car to anyone anywhere? Anywhere. So, hey, yeah. you're that decaster. So, if you're in the market for a new car, check out my Facebook Big page, Papa. Southern and Oregon and Car Guy. And your boss is like, your boss at TC Chevy is like, his twin. He's put. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, no, you're just throwing that out there. No, you're you're, you're the boss, boss, the, the owner, the, the owner. Yeah. Um, he's like got a, an Amazon Prime show right now. He does. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. right. He's on Amazon Prime. They're trying to updo their do their YouTube. He's a he, the owner of our of our dealership, which is called TC Chevy. His name is Derek DeBoer. He has a YouTube channel called uh, Fast Life. Mm-hmm. Basically, it follows his. Uh, follows his whole family through their whole life and he's yeah. had this dream of being a race car driver since he was a kid and he now he's doing it so the boards oh, are pretty cool good for him yeah, yep, yeah. It's, it's a really cool it's and they're they're getting their youtube going trying to get up to where they can you know start getting it on there they were on amazon prime for mm-hmm. two seasons and but definitely check them out for sure absolutely right. absolutely yeah. intern what's going on with you I'm gonna work a lot. <laughs> All right, <laughs> yes. good for you. Get that man. money. A pain job. Yes, yes, intern. Um, I, for me, uh, myself, I'm gonna be. Um, I'm hoping to. Um, I can't really talk about what I've applied to, but I'm do, hoping to do some part-time stuff where I can work with social media and do media and video for people, uh, which is part of the part-time work I already do. Um, but do that more locally and then more national level. But then also. Uh, have the free time to be able to do stuff like this and do other projects. I like doing freelance for people and then working on a documentary. And so, uh, yeah, that's me. I'm, awesome. just, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get it so I don't have to drive around strangers in my car anymore. Because <laughs> yes. every artist has to go through that, you yes. know, yep. the, the, the where, you're waiting, where you're waiting tables. And you know, I had a career before and I left it to, to do this. So now it's like, all right, that's where I was a barista for, from. Yeah, yes. so a, a, a lot of, especially in Ashland, where you know. I, I, I only drive Uber and Lyft in Ashland, Oregon, which is the Oregon Shakespeare Festival, which runs 10 months out of the year. A lot of creatives. So I'm driving out people from New York and L.A. all the time. And just, it's a really cool place to get to know people. Oh, yeah. uh, but at the same time, it's like so many strangers in my car. <laughs> <laughs> my, poor, my poor Honda Civic. But, uh, if you need a new one, let me know. 
<laughs> and that's network marketing. That's right. <laughs> so uh, you can reach us uh, at the Decast and all yes. the various social media networks. Just go to decast.net and uh, guys, hit us up. Let us know what yep. you want. We're going to still be posting through this whole time. Absolutely. We're just going to be yep. taking the next uh, month or so, plan out the episodes. And of course, over Christmas break during the two weeks between uh, New Year's Eve and Christmas, we'll be taking a break during that time as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so just let us know what you want. And uh, yeah, with that, guys, you've been listening to the end of season three this week on The Decast. I'm glad I got the warranty on that mic, man. Yeah. I'm, just, uh, I'm so sorry, Mr. Mike. I just get so scared. So scared of being alone. I guess we leave everything up. It might as well. Yeah. That's a, okay. I, right. I, should, I have to stop recording now. That's huh? it. Yeah, that's just, it. Just see you in a couple, see you in a month. And I'm that's out. a wrap. Yeah. <laughs> that whole last. You are now listening to a member of the Disney Podcast family. Head over to Disney Podcast family on Instagram to see all the latest posts for this show and links to other great Disney podcasts.